Tash Delek and welcome to Tibet This Week, a weekly edition on Tibet, His Holiness the Dalai Lama and Central Tibetan Administration. Let's have a look at today's headlines. His Holiness the Dalai Lama bestows Avalokiteswara empowerment. His Holiness the Dalai Lama and Central Tibetan Administration condole demise of Senator Dian Feinstein. His Holiness the Dalai Lama congratulates winners of Nobel Prize in Medicine 2023. His Holiness expressed sadness over flooding in Sikkim. Sikkim Pimpasring departs for visit in Latin America countries and United States. Kalu Nonzuduma launches a book of opinion pieces of experts on China. Central Tibetan Administration celebrates 154th birth anniversary of Mahatma Gandhi. A European parliamentary delegation visits Dharamshala. Former Dutch MP Honorable Erika Drobstra visits Tibetan Parliament in exile. European Union urges China to uphold its national and international obligations. Utah Tibetan Association calls on former Congressman Stewart. Tibet Information Office in Canberra joins Chinese Mid-Autumn Festival. On Monday this week, Gandhi T. Rinpoche led the introductory teachings from 2nd to 3rd October on Tsongkhapa's Songs of Experience on the stages of the Path to Enlightenment and consequently Geshe Chekawa's seven-point mind training on the request of a group of Taiwanese devotees at the main temple. The three days teaching was initially to be led by His Holiness, but at the request of His Holiness physician's advice, because he has a persistent cold, Gandhi Tirumbuche was requested to carry forward the scheduled teachings. On the third day of the teaching, His Holiness the Dalai Lama returned to the main temple to bestow charity empowerment upon the devotees. His Holiness during the address to the devotees said he had faced many difficulties in life but none of them have disturbed his peace of mind. His Holiness said the scientists say about having a good heart, being good for your health and well-being is true. Bodhicitta not only fulfills our own goals, it fulfills the goals of others. If we can cultivate it day and night, we'll surely find peace of mind. Senator Diane Feinstein, the longest serving and the first woman senator of states of California, USA, and the one of the strongest friends of Tibet, passed away on Friday last week. On Saturday last week, His Holiness the Dalai Lama wrote a letter to Mr. James Sauls at the office of Senator Diane Feinstein to express his heartfelt condolences to her family on her passing away. His Holiness recalled his first meeting with the late senator in 1978 and expressed gratefulness for her steadfast friendship and support and offered his prayers. Joining the pouring of tributes from political leaders and lawmakers around the world, the Central Tibetan Administration Sikyong Pembatsring wrote to Catherine Feinstein, daughter of the deceased, conveying his condolences. Kempusunam Tempel, the Speaker of the Tibetan Parliament in Exile, also extended his heartfelt condolences on the sad demise of Senator Diane Feinstein. 
On Sunday last week, the Tibetan Association of Northern California held a prayer session to mourn the demise of Senator Dianne Feinstein, and similarly, the Tibetan Association of New York and New Jersey paid tribute to one of the longest and strongest friends of Tibet and His Holiness the Dalai Lama. On Tuesday this week, Tibetan spiritual leader His Holiness the Dalai Lama wrote to Drew Wiesman and Kathleen Kariko to offer his congratulations to them for winning this year's Nobel Prize in Medicine. His Holiness writes, the path-breaking technology that the two of the scientists developed led to the production of the mRNA COVID vaccines, which set an example of how scientific research can make a real contribution to the well-being of humanity at large. On Wednesday this week, His Holiness the Dalai Lama wrote to Prem Singh Tamang, Chief Minister of Sikkim, to express his sadness about the loss of life and widespread damage to property that has occurred in Sikkim as a result of the flash flood that took place in the Tista River Valley on Tuesday night. Different parts of the state. His Holiness offered his prayers and condolences and as a mark of solidarity with the people of Sikkim, His Holiness will be making donation towards the relief and rescue efforts through the Dalai Lama Trust. Starting Friday last week, Sikkim Pembatsiring has left for official visitation to Brazil, Costa Rica, Colombia, Mexico and the United States. On 30th September, Sikyong met with a delegation of seven parliamentarians from Australia and Germany and Delhi, facilitated by the Fetig Norman Foundation for Freedom Regional Office South Asia in partnership with the Central Tibetan Administration. Sikyong Pembatsiring arrived in Brazil on 1st October for his maiden visit to South American countries. Sikyong was received at the Sao Paulo airport by Representative Jingmit Siring, Lama Rinchen of Tibet House and Tibet supporters Sandra Fernandez, Erickson and Daniel Sarmento. On his first day in Sao Paulo, Sikyong participated in the Longevitat Expo Forum where he met with the Walter Feldman, the committee's president and Francisco Santos, the committee's founder for a discussion on Tibet and the Central Tibetan Administration's concerns and priorities. In the afternoon, Sigun visited the Tibet house and later sat for an interview with the Indian Eye, a news portal in Brazil. On Tuesday this week, Sigun Pembasring was received a warm reception at the Sao Paulo Legislative Assembly, greeted by President André do Prado and Vice President Gil Dinos. During the meeting, Sikyong appealed to the state assembly leadership to approach their policy decisions regarding China and Chinese investment with careful consideration and responsibility. He emphasized the crucial role of democratic nations such as Brazil in advocating for global environmental security and upholding human rights and freedom when engaging with their Chinese counterparts. The President and the Vice President of the Assembly extended their congratulations to Sikyong on his inaugural visit, expressing wholehearted support for the peaceful resolution of the Vex and the protected Sino-Tibet conflict. Following the meeting, Sikyong visited the Sao Paulo City Hall where he met with the city's Human Rights Secretary, Sonina Frasin and Gilberto Natalini, Executive Secretary for the Climate Change, before heading to speak at the University of Sao Paulo. This marks Sikyong Pembatsiring's first formal visit to Brazil. He is next scheduled to visit Colombia and Mexico as part of Latin America tour. 
On Thursday this week, the Tibet Policy Institute of Central Tibetan Administration launched a book containing a compilation of articles which explores China and the changing global order, prospect and challenges with the gracious presence of Kalu Nozudoma from the Department of Information and International Relations and Director of the TPI, Tawasering. The multilingual publication came into being as a result of the deliberation held between the scholars and experts from Taiwan, Hong Kong, Inner Mongolia, Uyghur, Manchurian, Korean and exiled Tibetan community in Dharamshala last June. On Monday this week, the Central Tibetan Administration, led by officiating Sikyong Thalam Doma Changra, Kalun of the Education Department, held an official ceremony at Kanjing Kishong to celebrate the birth anniversary of Mahatma Gandhi, also known as Gandhi Jayanti. Speaking to the media, the officiating Sikyong said Mahatma Gandhi's adoption of non-violent and truthfulness as a genuine method to attain freedom has set a wonderful example for Tibetans about how to regain our country through non-violence. On Thursday this week, a delegation comprising European parliamentarians from Germany and Australia visited Dharamshala for the three-day official visit. They were accompanied by a member of the FNF group including Mr. Carsten Klein, head of the FNF South Asia office. The delegation on the first day were hosted at the Kashak Secretariat by the officiating Sikyong Thalam Doma Changra and the Kaluns of our cabinet. Followed by a visit to a library of Tibetan works and archives, Tibetan parliament in exile, and audience with Nechung Oracle, and later in the evening attended the cultural show at Tibetan Institute of Performing Arts. Today, the delegation visited the Tibetan Medical and Astrological Institute and TCB School and meeting with the heads of the NGOs and former political prisoners. Later today, the delegation participated in the press meet organized by the Department of Information and International Relations, where they took questions from the local Tibetan medias and commented on important issues relating to Tibet. Erika Trepster, the former member of the House of Representatives of the Netherlands and a long-time Tibet supporter, visited the Tibetan parliament in exile and met with Speaker Kimbusnam Tempel and Deputy Speaker Thomas Ringteka on Friday last week. During her meeting with the Speaker and the Deputy Speaker of the Tibetan parliament in exile, the former Dutch lawmaker shared her political background and explained how His Holiness the Dalai Lama's preaching of love and compassion has inspired her to support the just cause of Tibet over the past many years. During the ongoing 54th session of the UN Human Rights Council, the European Union in its statement under Item 4 reiterated its concern about the very serious human rights situation in China, including Tibet. The EU also highlighted the forced assimilation of 1 million Tibetan children in mandatory state-run boarding schools and the mass collection of DNA samples from the Tibetan population by the Chinese government, which they said are indicators of a dire human rights situation in Tibet. The statement further said the EU continues to closely monitor the situation of political prisoners and call for the immediate and unconditional release of Go Sherab Gyatso, Rinchil Tsuldim and Doji Tashi, among others. Representative Genkang of the Office of Tibet Brussels welcomed the EU statement expressing concern over the dire human rights situation in Tibet. 
The president and the executive members of the Utah Tibetan Association called on former congressman Chris Stewart from Utah's 2nd District and sought his support for the U.S.-Tibet bill on 21st September as per the resolution of the recently held North American Tibetan Association's conference. Similarly, on 26 September, the association's coordinator of the Tibet Advocacy Program, Pema Chaozutsang, and the association's longtime patron and supporter, Stephen Price, paid a visit to Salt Lake City Mayor Erin Menton Hall at the City Hall and presented a report on the Utah Tibetan Association's undertakings. The Chinese liaison officer of the Tibet Information Office, Canberra Dawa Sangmo, joined the celebration of the Chinese Mid-Autumn Festival jointly organized by the Melbourne-based Chinese Tibetan Civil Exchange Promotion Association, Chinese Democracy Movement, China New Youth Democracy Party and Australia New Zealand Youth for Democracy Foundation on Saturday last week at Melbourne. Representative Kama Singh extended his greetings to all Chinese friends in Australia on the special occasion of the Mid-Autumn Festival and expressed gratitude for supporting the Tibetan cause. He further underlined the need to have more interaction between the Chinese and Tibetan people to strengthen the friendship between the two communities and better understanding among the Chinese people about the issue of Tibet. That is all the news for this week's edition of Tibet This Week. Thank you for watching Tibet TV.